Finding Common Battlegrounds is an attempt by two brothers, one conservative, the other progressive, to have civil conversations about politics with a little help from their friends. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Finding Common Battlegrounds. We're here today. We're going to be talking about media and media bias. Is there a mainstream media bias to the left? Um, but first, uh, let me introduce my debaters. We have Ryan and Josh Cragen, brothers, uh, and but polar opposites. Uh, Ryan is a flaming liberal, and uh, Josh is a is a staunch, staunch conservative. conservative. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so they'll be representing each side, but uh, this is the podcast about finding common ground instead of uh, arguing and, and in a barbarian manner, we're going, we're more sophisticated than that. We're going to try and get the other to agree with our points and our sides. And they give, they get brownie points for every time they can get the other to agree with them. So uh, uh, again, um, Today, we're talking about the mainstream media bias, but uh, I want to talk about our sponsor, uh, uh, Lux Bidets, and we have a winner from last week that I want to announce. We um, got an email from Perry Winterbottom. Um, that doesn't sound like a real name, but uh, that's, uh, that's the email, so we'll be sending it out to the person who referred her and that uh we'll so we'll be sending that out and getting them uh, their new brand new bidet yay lux bidet neo 180 there you go yay <clears throat> all right um so let's talk about this uh main uh me- bias in the in the media so a lot this has been an accusation of the right for many, many years. And many have said that Fox News is sort of a, a response to the mainstream media being so liberal in their coverage. Uh, and that um, Fox News is sort of a, the pendulum swinging over to counteract that, um, that all the other mainstream channels are, are biased toward the left. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and get into it. So I'm just going to dive in here and I'm going to start with one of Josh's questions to Ryan. Ooh, can I, can I jump in real quick? Yeah. I, oh, I told you I'm going to be really, I'm, 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 I apologize in advance to everybody, but before we start for his arguments, I yeah. do before we start, I just want to make sure we're talking about the same media outlets by mainstream. We mean say yeah, NBC, ABC, yeah. and CBS as major television networks. Um, for cable, do we mean CNN? And for print media, do we mean like Newsweek, Associated Press, NPR, New York Times, LA Times, Washington Post? Are we calling them mainstream? Is that is that what we mean? So I, I was sure this was going to come up as part of the questioning of like, uh, because like, right, what does that mean, right? And right. Uh, what's included in that? Um, the, the only news that I'm even aware of is InfoWars. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Yeah. The only thing Josh has tried to I can't even remember that guy's oh. name. Um, Alex Jones. That's his name. Oh, my gosh. That Lunatic was a joke. I know. Listening. Thank that you. Was a joke. I'm so glad that's a joke. This would this podcast would not be possible if that no, was actually true. So, <laughs> I mean, and that, I that's sort of what this podcast is here to define, like, what that means, right? What that accusation means when mm-hmm. they say that. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, I don't know if Josh agrees. If, with yeah, that, what Ryan that would defined. be my definition of mainstream media is those major 
um, the news major sources, networks, the major then, networks that have been around for a long time, the major newspapers, where okay. where we have historically gotten news. Which, okay, yeah, I think we're on the same page. Okay, and then just to contrast that, so if we've got the mainstream, which would be like NBC, ABC, CBS, is like television networks, and and the other. Uh, we'd have to also have to kind of delineate what non-mainstream or marginal news networks would be. Some, of course, to the left, some to the right. So to the right would be Fox News. Tom already mentioned Fox News. To the left, I think we could say would be MSNBC for cable news. Um, the right, I think, owns talk radio, right? Like, I don't know of any left-leaning talk radio. So it's like Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck and Des- a couple despite others. Despite the attempts with the fairness yep. doctrine of the left to co-opt the space, just nobody wanted to listen to any yeah, leftist nobody, nobody does. So it doesn't work. For print media, the New Yorker, I think, is a bit to the left. But Mother Jones is definitely to the left. Breitbart is really far to the right. And I just have to mention this. One American News, I think, went to the far right, built a plank off the edge then jumped off in it and are floating in idiot space. So I, I would say one one American news. I don't know if you're familiar with Somebody's one American news. Poisoning the well here before we even start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they're way so far to the right that I don't even think they're in reality. Okay, but you're anymore, you're but. poisoning the well with all of this. Yes. Well, but I'm I'm trying to lay out like, can we start from that foundational point? And I'm not trying to make this a point. Like we just have to agree. Mainstream is the ones that I mentioned, and these right. are the ones that we can agree are like. Is this going to count right. as one of your questions, Ryan? Uh, if it is, then I've got five this week. Oh, oh my god! god. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed already. I do have four, but my fourth you'll like, Josh. So I don't know about the other three. Can we agree though? Like you already agreed what the mainstream is. Can we agree that there are then stuff to the left and right? Um. Yeah, obviously. I would okay. if I would agree with all your classifications, but yes, obviously. Okay. All right. Then go ahead. Can I continue. Okay. Yes. Sorry. All right. <clears throat> Ryan. Ryan. Do you agree that the, that a majority of Americans believe there is media bias, and if you do, how relevant could that be? Okay. So all the all the polls, and it's getting more pronounced every year. Um, and I, I'll go through a couple really fast because apparently I need to be fast today to make up for Ryan's <laughs> thesis. Um, I'll just blaze through some of the numbers. Um, Rasmussen reports found voters overwhelmingly believe fake news is a problem and a majority of 58% agree with the former president that the media become the enemy of the people. Um, 83% said it was a serious problem. Only 14% disagreed. Uh, and and it's it's split along party lines. 92% of the Republicans agreed compared to 82% of independents and 74% of Democrats. Um, do, do I need to go into the polls? There's a bunch of polls that state that most people, the majority of people in America, believe that they can't trust the news like they could. Or, uh, oh gosh. Um, yeah, real? I've read those reports, but like, but well, there's, there's a ton of them. Saying that they're liberal, but Right. Well, well, it's yeah. split along party lines. Obviously, Republicans, you know, upwards of 70, 80 percent are saying, I don't trust any of the mainstream media. And Democrats are, are, are way more likely to say they do trust it. But still, even a lot of Democrats are saying that they don't trust the media or 
uh, well, let me read this one. Nearly half, 46% of all Americans think the media is very biased. 57% say their own news sources are biased, which is alarming. And 69 are concerned about the bias in the news others are getting. 9%, driven largely by conservatives, say distrusted media are trying to ruin the country. So, so yes. yes, that is alarming, right? You're like, I know they're, uh, they're, they're hitting the Kool-Aid, right? Yeah. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, but I don't care. I like it. That, that's part of the problem. I know that where I'm getting my news, it's slanted to the right, or it's you know, I try to find stuff that's in the middle, and I know Ryan does too, but BBC, from some of the stuff I'll talk about in my third point, they're slanted to the left. Not too far to the left, but they're slanted to the left. So everybody basically in America thinks there's some sort of bias in the media. Is that relevant that that the perception at the very least, because it's hard to quantify, the perception of the majority of Americans believe there is bias in the media? I mean, I I certainly can't refute like poll numbers, right? So if the poll numbers are accurate, then they're accurate. And that is all the polls are basically, you know, right around the same. It depends on when the poll is taking place because it's actually getting pronounced. Yeah, but I don't think Trump helped this. And I I want to just be clear about something. I knew you were going there. Well, but I want to be clear about something. Trump repeated, he trumpeted many times that media is the enemy of the people. And that is absolutely not true. Um, I don't know that people realize that freedom of the press is part of the First Amendment in our Bill of Rights. Mm-hmm. And we absolutely want freedom of freedom of the press, right? Um, it is dictators and autocrats who crack down on the press because the press shines the light on the awfulness that happens by dictators and autocrats. And I think that's, that's, that's why, what it's supposed to do. That's yes, what that's it's what supposed it's, to do. That's yes. why we want freedom of the press. So I absolutely like when I hear someone like Trump say. The media is the enemy of the people. I I am terrified at the prospects for our country because he's basically saying, oh, no, you know, one of the key things to keep our politicians honest and to keep our country free um, is something that he wants to crack down on and, and destroy. I mean, I get that there are problems. Wait, wait, We're going to talk about problems, but I, that I, is terrible. That's a, mis- that's a mischaracterization. He's not trying, saying he wants to destroy the press. We all want free press. We want, we want unbiased. Okay, let let me read this. I found this one last statistic. 48% of Americans do not trust any media source to deliver them unbiased news, according to a new poll. That number is up 10 percentage points from the end of 2020, uh, according to Civic Science. Um, So that's just this year after Trump's been out of office. The number's still going up. Okay, people are, and he's not talking like he was. He's banned off Twitter. You're not hearing from Trump. And, and we're still going in that direction where people are less likely to trust the media. So you can't just blame this on Trump. Okay. No, this, no, no. I'm not trying to trending say it's in this Trump. direction for years, for a very long time. I, I, uh, I want to make uh, one observation I'll make here, <clears throat> and I'll see if you agree, Ryan and, and Josh, with this is that I feel like it, uh, Trump very intentionally attacked the media. Which made the the media, I think, reacted and took his baiting and and attacked him back. Which then it said kind of ruined his credibility uh, or the, the media's credibility, right? Because they're like, because then he could just be like, oh, they're just biased, they're just attacking, right? They hate me, and they're just gonna. Um, sorry about the dog. Uh, and so, 
And I think that sort of ruined. I, 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 I think maybe Trump was doing that on purpose of just being like, look, they're out to get me. So they're fake. Right. And but they suck. And therefore, but they kind of the media sort of reacted and went after him. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, again, I, I think it's accurate to describe Trump as a remarkable media troll. I mean, I think that's totally fair. He was really good at it. Um, you know, I, I don't like giving him credit for lots of things, but one of the things that he did really well is he trolled the media. He was good at getting them to take the bait and make themselves look stupid in the process because really all he was doing was getting free press coverage. Mm-hmm. He had to spend very little money to get in front of the press because everybody wanted to see the train wreck that was Donald Trump on a regular basis. And so the media stepped in and was like, let's cover the train wreck. And everybody got to see it. And it was all free press for him. And in his mind, that, well, the, I, I the think media, it is, but the media, the, when they were attacked, they all banded together. They circled the wagons. Um, so, so they were even more biased, if that makes sense, because they were uh, collectively, they were being attacked. So they, uh, and I'll, I'll get into this because this is something that's been happening for a long time as well, where the, well, I'm, I'm, I'm broaching into my third point. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Maybe we'll, can, uh, sorry. Can, I kind of like just want to get your input yeah. on that, but all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Oh, did, did you answer? Is that important, think, Ryan? The perception of the most people believe there's bias. Do you think that's important? Right. So I, I think I said, I I can't disagree with polls. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I do. So I'm not disagreeing with the polls. I think it's important for the conversation that we're having today to recognize that there is a perception of bias. Uh, I'm hoping that some of my points will start down the path of helping people realize that maybe the bias isn't as bad as people think it is. Okay. Ding, ding, Josh. Yeah. Good job. Okay. I wanted a song, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Josh, can we agree that mainstream media outlets are not overly, oh, overtly, overtly biased in their coverage of the news, but probably exhibit subtle biases in the news they chose to cover, uh, just like all media outlets do? Okay, so I've got a, a bigger point here, uh, and this comes actually from a research project I've been working on, but there are two ways, uh, at least two ways, but primarily two ways that a media outlet can exhibit bias. First, they can cover the news itself in a biased fashion, providing commentary on the news rather than simply reporting the news. I think this is what most people believe is happening when they claim there is significant media bias. They think that the news sections are reporting the news in a biased fashion. And I'm really skeptical that the mainstream media has a massive bias in this way, maybe a small one, but not a massive one. The second type of bias is in choosing what news you cover. I think it is much harder to be consciously aware of this bias. Choosing to focus coverage on something terrible Joe Biden did instead of covering an uplifting story about firefighters saving a cat from a burning building necessarily requires decisions about what is important and what is not important. I get that that's a crappy example, but I think it illustrates the subtle way in which news coverage can be biased in story selection and the promotion of what is deemed important. And I think this type of bias is more common in all media outlets than we or the media outlets themselves realize. So just to recap quickly, there are two types of bias, bias in how you report the news and bias in what news gets reported. In my opinion, and I could totally be wrong on this, I genuinely think there is minimal bias of the first type among mainstream media and probably more of the second type. 
Um, and I did actually pull some, some clips, um, three news clips that I pulled today. If you guys want to watch them, we can certainly do that. If, you, if you're just going to agree with the point, we can skip it. But basically, I pulled one from ABC, one from MSNBC, and one from Fox News on the infrastructure bills that are currently in the House and the Senate, right? Um, and I thought it was fascinating to see how the news was reported by these three different media outlets. So we can show them, we can, we can watch them if you want. They're like a minute each. Um, and I, I did select like very Let's specific pieces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to share my screen and we'll watch these clips um, and see if I'm, I'm accurate on this. So uh, sharing now and I'll cut to this. All right. So let's do ABC first. Oh, hold on. You guys can't hear the audio, can you? Just see Nancy Pelosi's ugly zombie face. I know. Okay, so I'm going to share my sound and we'll go back. So this is ABC News. Here we go. All eyes on Washington now, this high-stakes showdown. Congress averting that government shutdown. And now the question, of course, will the House vote tonight on the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill already passed by the Senate? Money for roads, bridges, broadband, and to create jobs. Progressives have said they want a framework for the much larger human infrastructure bill, expanded health care, child care, and fighting climate change. But is it even possible a framework comes together by tonight? All day today, Speaker Pelosi vowing to press ahead with the vote, saying they're on a path to win the vote. A short time ago, we learned she is still working the phones, counting votes at this hour. And tonight, one of the key moderate Democratic senators, Joe Manchin, who they need on board for that larger bill, has confirmed a price tag he offered the White House some time ago that he would be comfortable with. The other moderate senator, Kirsten Sinema, saying she's been sharing her concerns on the larger plan. The head of the Progressive Caucus in the House, Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal, saying their number remains $3.5 trillion. Okay, so that's ABC. Which one do you want next, M- MSNBC or Fox? MSNBC. All right, so here's MSNBC. This is uh, a commentator on the Rachel Maddow show. I actually had a similar thought, Rachel, a few hours ago. Why aren't Republican leaders providing some votes to pass this infrastructure bill? Because that would undercut the goal of House progressives if they do pass this tonight. The progressive position, their fear, as you point out, is that uh, if the infrastructure bill passes, then centrist Democrats in the House and the Senate will bolt. They will say, I we didn't commit to doing this other thing, or we would like to shrink it, uh, cut it in half. Now, centrist Democrats insist that that is not what they're planning to do. Uh, Congressman Josh Gottheimer, who's been pushing for this vote, says he's absolutely committed to a reconciliation bill. And the progressives I talked to are less worried about the centrists in the House. They're more worried about centrist Democratic senators, two in particular, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. Uh, Manchin came out with his plan for the first time today, his price tag, publicly at least, $1.5 trillion, which is a far cry from the $3.5 trillion uh, that the vast majority of Democrats want. Senator Sinema has not said what her number is. She's not given any number at all. And that opaqueness is only reaffirming the desire among progressives to hold up the infrastructure bill. Now, among Republicans, there is a group called the Problem Solvers Caucus in the House of Representatives that months ago endorsed this framework that The Republican co-chair of that, Brian Fitzpatrick, told me a few hours ago that he's a yes on this bill, but he doesn't know where the other 27 Republicans in the group stand. So it's a strange situation where Republicans could undercut progressives progressives instead 
what they're doing is actually strengthening the hand of the Progressive Caucus by opposing this bill. Exactly. If they could see beyond the partisan lens or if they could even just see to the longer term partisan advantage here rather than any short term instincts, they could actually deal a real blow to the progressive cause here. But um, I feel like they're not wired um, to do that kind of to play that kind of checkers. Okay, And Fox News. And you'll see that they're literally all talking about the exact same thing. How they're framing it is, is I think, quite different. Here's our last one. Jesse, I, I want to play this soundbite from Joe Manchin today because it was almost like he was talking from another planet. And to a lot of people, I think it made a lot of sense. Uh, he's talking about who he is, who he's always been, and what he believes in as an American senator. Watch this. I cannot accept our, our economy or basically our society moving towards an entitlement mentality that you're entitled. Okay, I'm more of a rewarding because I can help those who really need help if those who can help themselves do so. Senators welcome to cross the aisle and come to the Republican <laughs> Party any day he wants. I think that would be quite nice. So here's what happened. So Biden's unpopular and Bernie Sanders is crazy. So you have crazy and unpopular get together and they're trying to nuke through a 50-50 Senate, the most expensive bill in American history. Joe Biden hasn't read it. Joe Biden didn't run on this. This thing's like this thick. I can't even pick this thick. Bongino could probably pick it up. Uh, I got arthritis. <laughs> he has, I mean, even, even Dan Bongino can't curl it's this all thing. show muscles, buddy. Right? So <laughs> if you look at what's in it, this is what? Billions for AOC's Green Army. Billions to rig elections and to buy votes. Billions of freebies, you know, free babysitters, free lunches, freebies for illegals. It's like a wet market for welfare. It's got everything. So why are we here, Martha? Because Georgia voters didn't show up. And we handed the Democrats the Senate, right? That's why we're in this position. But the great people of West Virginia sent Joe Manchin to Washington. And Joe Manchin basically went up there with a sword and sliced this socialist monstrosity in half. He says, no, 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 1.5 trill. Which is still a heck of a lot tested, of money. Still wickedly expensive. But, you know, we're not going to give people free stuff if they don't actually need it. So now this is Joe versus Joe. Looks like Manchin's derailing this crazy train. Thank God. They may get something passed, but it's not that type of money that we're talking about, 3.5. It's going to be less. And thank you, people of West Virginia. And as I said, Joe Manchin's welcome to cross the aisle at any time. Okay. So those are the three clips. Um, again, I, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't spend a lot of time trying to find specific clips. I wanted clips that were all talking about the exact same topic from those three media sources we would call ABC mainstream. Josh is yawning. He's like, this is so boring. Wouldn't that get was you really boring. boring, and it was way more than three minutes. Uh, well, it was like five minutes. Sorry. Um, but, but I hope my point is kind of clear. If we look at ABC News, it was pretty straightforward. It's like, this is the news sans commentary. Okay. Rachel Maddow was all commentary plotting oh, the, the Republicans could do this so much better. They could absolutely hit Democrats, but, you know, like these people aren't smart. And then Fox News was all about how, you know, it's a socialist agenda. It's terrible. All of this is awful. The two not mainstream were just commentary. They were not news. But the mainstream was basically just 
the news. So this gets back to my first point. Can we agree that mainstream media outlets are not overtly biased in their coverage of the news, even if they're probably exhibiting subtle biases in the news they choose to cover, just like all media outlets do? Absolutely not. That's one video. You took one video and you want, I mean, that is not even remotely empirical. Uh, They're... I don't even know what to say. You want to prove that point by showing me one video? Uh, no, I don't agree. I can't give you agreement there. I'm not even close. And, all right. <clears throat> uh, that was interesting because the, A- the ABC video, I mean, it did seem fairly objective. I will say that they did talk about, he did say, and what's in it? It's roads and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, Struck infrastructure and this and that and you and like if i was a, a a watcher that just tuned in for the first time i'd be like oh those are all good things right exactly you didn't uh, talk about any of the the port well or that it would be nice to be like 3.5 is the highest you know we've ever spent we've never gone over a trillion on an infra- on a spending bill and uh, and that you know what what is this other you know two and a half million trillion i think our are questions that are valid uh, or, you know, it would be um, because one trillion, the one trillion bill has a regular stuff in it, right? It has the same stuff in there. So what's the difference, right? That, that would be someone, it would be like, it would be nice to, to at least mention that. Right. And then they'd be like, Oh, there's all the stuff and they just got to vote for it. Right. So I do, it does seem like, even though he did seem sound objective, I do think he was there sort of painting. Okay. I, th- I still think, I do think it was biased, the ABC one. Okay. I, I, let me point something out here because I love that Tom said that. Uh, and I was going to touch on this with my third argument. Uh, a part of the problem with this whole issue is it's so hard to quantify because oh, totally. it's, it's opinion. It's bias. Okay. Yeah. So, so Tom and I watched that ABC video or CBS, whoever it was, and we both see bias in it. He's just pouring. He's just talking about the fluff. Ryan saw no bias in it. He thought that was straight down the middle. That's why this thing is so hard to quantify. That's why it's hard to prove. Ryan saw no bias in that one. And, and fair enough. You know, me watching the Fox News one, I'm, I'm more inclined to not see bias there, even though there was obviously bias was there. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, and I think, you know, you're watching Fox News, you're going to get biased. Exactly. So, so again, it comes back to the confirmation bias like we talked about last time. It's this, this whole topic is hard to quantify, and I'll try to do it with my third argument. But uh, no, that, I don't agree with that. I think and we're going to have Tom the same third point. argument. Uh, I, right. Our third arguments might be exactly the same. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I could respond. I don't know that I necessarily want to. Um, <sighs> no, let's just move on, and then you can, right. you can wrap it into your, any of your follow-up arguments. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, would you agree there are obvious examples of the media covering for Biden and Democrats? Okay, this actually goes with Ryan's second point, his 1.2 point or whatever. I've lost how many arguments he's made so far, um, where he talked about uh, selectively covering the news as a form of bias. Okay, Um, I'm going to run through these fast if you have questions or if you want resources um, or, you know, source material, let me know. Um, but let me start with this one. When we did our Afghanistan podcast, uh, Ryan called bullcrap when I was talking about the um, Biden pulling out the Air Force uh, contractors to help mm-hmm. Afghanistan because he, he hadn't heard anything about that, right? And then it turned out Ryan, being fair-minded, went in after 
calling bullcrap on me on air here. Where did, did you have to dig for that, or was that presented to you in some? In, no, in, I, it, well, I mean, there were stuff. some mainstream media sources that I did eventually find it on, but it wasn't like this was a headline. This was not. <laughs> he had to dig massive for front pages. It, it was, you know, th- this was here, but yeah. And I'm and I'm saying, Josh, where did you hear it? Like, did you- um, I think I found that one on Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro's site. Okay. And again, so a conservative a, site, a very yeah. conservative site, and I know that. But he reported, he reported that, and he also reported at the time that this was Biden's call. It was Biden's fault, and I brought that up several times in the Afghanistan podcast. And Ryan called bullcrap and said, "No, his generals were on board, and all that crap." What did we just find out from General Milley and McKenzie? They, they, they told Biden to do the same thing. I said, "Leave troops there." Biden didn't. Okay, the the mainstream news didn't report on any of this, but Ben Shapiro reported on it immediately. Okay, so they're selectively not covering things. So let me just run through a bunch of things. The kids, which, in- which is Ryan's uh, second point, right? Yeah. Was, or, or sorry, his second example is that that they're selective. It's a different kind the- of bias. Yeah. So yeah. there's, but it's a very bias real in bias. how you report the news, and then there's yes. bias in what news you report. And Those actually- are different. I actually find this to be a bigger problem, okay? The kids in cages thing. Ryan and I have talked about this. Obama started the program. He built the cages. Nobody reported on it in the mainstream media. The conservative media, the, the fringe media like Daily Wire, they reported on that when, Biden, Biden, or, uh, when Obama built the cages. Then Trump continued the program, expanded it slightly, and what did the media do? Blew it up. Trump's throwing kids in cages. Now what's happening right now? Biden has expanded the cages because he created a crazy monstrosity of a problem down there. Is the media reporting on it? Not no. as much, no. Not I mean, it's the there, mainstream but media, it's not. Not much. at all. Okay? I've, I've seen it in the mainstream media. And very, I, and I, very small. Yes. Thank you for being sure. objective. Very but small. it's there. Okay. Um, this one's great. Uh, Biden's son, Hunter. Uh, before the election, everybody, all conservatives knew that he was under investigation for federal money laundering, okay? And we all knew about his crazy laptop things where he kept getting drunk, taking broken laptops to, to be fixed, and they had um, him doing drugs and sleeping with his cousin and talking about illegal deals. Everybody on the right knew that. The left refused to report on that. when We, we knew about that in May of 2020. When did the left finally report on any of that? 2021, a year later, after right. the election. Okay, we yeah, all knew I, about that. I think, Same. and I think conservatives were expecting that to be the October surprise, yeah. right? That was going to be their big kaboom, right? And it should have been Biden's dirt, son. Dirt on, Biden's son whatever. is under FBI investigation for right. federal money laundering, and Biden is involved. We have records of him being involved. And the media hid that. They did the same thing for Cuomo because he was the golden boy in 2020. We knew back in May 2020 that he was killing old folks by throwing COVID patients in old folks' homes. We knew that. We reported it. Well, I didn't, but right. Right, yeah, the conservatives did. Uh, I actually did. I threw it, on, right. I threw it Ryan, on Facebook and people you, called bullcrap because nobody reported it on the left until 2021 after the election. Nobody cared before. Nobody reported that the Cuomos were grabbing people's butts and that uh, the one brother was killing people until after the election. Okay, so, Ryan, do you agree that the media is covering covering for for Biden? Uh, is that the question? Yes. Uh, well, there are obvious there, there examples are, of the media obvious examples. And, and Democrats. You're telling me those aren't examples of the media? No, covering? no, no. But but I, I just hate the question because can we of just say like makes you look what, bad. 
<laughs> no, that's not the point, right? The bigger point that you're trying to make, you're, you're just getting jabs in, right? The bigger point you're trying to make is there are times when the media does not, it basically does what I said is the second yes. type of bias. They're selective yes. in picking what they're going to say is important for people to know. And, and I can I already a whole bunch that. of these. Sure. Yeah. I already admitted that though. Like I okay. said, this is so you're probably more pervasive. There is media bias. You're admitting. Yes. That. But, but this is not the main question that we're getting at today, which is, is there bias in news reporting by the mainstream media? And my point is when they're reporting different. the news, yes, they are. Because again, this is why I did as my first point, separating out the two types of bias. Is there bias in how you report the news? And then is there bias in what news you report? I don't think the first one is nearly as bad as a lot of people suggest for the mainstream media. The second one because I do biased. think is a problem. No, well, we're all biased and I'll get to that in my third point. But the first one I don't think is as bad. And that's why I tried to show the video. They seem pretty objective. They're covering the news. And in my second point, I'm going to illustrate this again. They're basically just describing what happened. What they pick to cover, which is your point, I think can be very biased. And then in my fourth point, I'm going to kind of and, throw this all to the and, wind. But. So you're, okay. So I don't know what he just said. Because he, what do you, what, <laughs> no, I get, I, I, I get said, don't saying, make but, it about Biden, make it about the media. But, and then I'll agree with you. I did. The, are there, it's, are it's, there examples of the media, of the media cover? Are they covering for Biden? Like, have, are we, are you agreeing that there are? And I, if you say sure. yes, I, yeah, because I mean, we think we all know there are, but that doesn't necessarily mean, that they're biased, right? Right, because they cover for all sorts of things. They right. do. They do this for everybody. It's not like Trump never had anything covered up by the media, or Bush never had anything covered up for the media, or Reagan never had anything covered up by the media. Every media what outlet are you is talking cover about right. Uh, the the war in Iraq. The media the, the totally entire... missed that one. Totally missed that and misreported that. We all thought there were, were weapons were of mass destruction. Were they covering for him or were they just wrong? Because those are two very different things. I thought there were weapons of mass destruction because sure, everybody did. was reporting that. So but the media so didn't do their job and actually there. investigate. Okay, that's totally I know you're different. trying to you're you're parsing something out and saying the media were wrong versus the media are willfully that's, saying that's we're a huge cover difference. Things. That's a huge difference. How can you say that's not a big difference? What if you don't know the difference? What if you're, I, I, I get what you're saying. Intent you're like, no, no, no. is very important in the law. I get that. I get yeah. what you're saying. You're saying they're willfully doing this. Yes. Sometimes they're not willfully doing it. This I, is I just information gave they several get. examples of where they were because, because the, the factor was the election. They were covering this stuff. They were refusing to report on it. See, but now you're saying like the election. You, now you're saying you know their intent. And I don't think you can say you know you, their intent. intent. Yeah. Right, uh, I get that you can. It's pretty obvious. You can when, infer when we knew. what you think, or you can impute intent. Holy crap! You are but you don't know. I'm make, not squirming to, to make. I already admitted for them. I conceded right, the point, on, Josh. I conceded the point. I just conceded. One. I just think you're going happy, Josh. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm sorry. All right, Josh. <laughs> we're moving on to your question uh, from Ryan here. Josh, can we agree that the mainstream media exhibits minimal explicit bias in the news reporting, even if there tends to be a slight left-leaning bias in the columns, opinions, and editorials? So I think this is getting back to what you were just already just st stating, Ryan. I'm trying it, to get uh, at this point, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm always bothered by claims that the media are biased, even though in my fourth point, I will admit that I think there is some bias, even though I don't think it's as bad as people think. Here's why. For many media outlets, particularly mainstream media outlets, there is a heavy emphasis 
on straight reporting of what they deem to be newsworthy. Remember my two different types of bias. I pulled the following from a top story on the homepage of the Tampa Bay Times today, which is my mainstream local newspaper, right? Here's the headline. Five indicted in shooting death of four-year-old Tampa girl. First two paragraphs, I'm not going to read the whole thing. A grand jury has indicted five people in the August 22nd slaying of SUNY Bell, a four-year-old Tampa girl shot to death from another car as she was riding east on Hillsborough Avenue. All five of the suspects have been taken into custody by the U.S. Marshals Florida Regional Fugitive Task Force, Tampa Police said in a news release. This isn't my primary point, but can we agree that there isn't notable explicit bias in what is being reported here? Agreed. Right? Okay. Perhaps there's subtle bias in that the Tampa Bay Times chose to make this a top news story, even though it's kind of a big deal that a four-year-old girl was shot in a car just, you know, randomly, which is awful. Um, or in yeah, how they, they are say, depicting They say if it bleeds, it leads. It, yes, right? Yeah, um, they also are depicting the death is tragic, but I think the death is tragic. But there isn't a left or right slant in the reporting of the news here, okay? It's straight news. It's just... Here's what happened. Yeah. And this is the part that really bugs me is people conflate the two different types of bias uh, bias by saying, oh, no, no, they're reporting the news with a biased slant. And I'm like, no, most of the time, the news is pretty straightforward news. So getting to my point, the Tampa Bay Times, my well local done. newspaper. You, you've done the same thing. You've, t- you've cherry picked one story that's not even remotely political and said, look, there's no bias. That proves my point. <laughs> That's not political. Everybody's going to be mad that a little girl was shot in a drive-by. There's nothing political to to but, to okay, report Ryan, there. Ryan, I, if I can restate <laughs> what I think you're trying to say is that the three the three news stories you showed to us was essentially the same story. Yes, now, it's the same Fox story. Fox was like, oh, those Democrats are idiots. And MSNBC was like, oh, those Republicans are idiots. But it was essentially the same story. And it's yes, the exact they did put a bias on it, but the, but the general facts were, were there. Right. And, yeah. and ABC basically was reporting the facts. I get yeah. that the two of you saw some bias because you're like, oh, you could be critical about this too. And I cut the clip. I didn't want it to be a five-minute clip, but it was a five-minute story that they did on it where they talked about some of the other nuance. I, I think you're missing my point, like right? <laughs> um, th- when the Tampa Bay Times is reporting the news, it's pretty much straight reporting of the news. They also have an opinion section where they have columns by writers who are allowed to express their biases. They publish letters to the editor. I've submitted many and some of them have gotten published. And they also publish editorials that reflect the views of the newspaper editors and staff. All of that is in the opinion section because that's where it's allowed to be and it's explicitly Okay, what's your point? So, okay. Getting to my point, just like I'm trying to lay out where I think there's a difference. This is why it bothers me so much when people make blanket statements like the mainstream media all have a liberal bias or all media is biased. The reality is that mainstream media and all media is run by people, all of whom have opinions. But in their news coverage, the mainstream media exhibits little, if any, bias in just reporting the news other than the one that I talked about earlier, the bias in selecting what is newsworthy. The explicit bias is in the editorials and opinions where they admit their biases. Uh, right. Okay. If I can, Which gets me, to my question. If you want to summarize yeah. it again, that's fine. Let me summarize it. Well, let me give an example. I think what Ryan's trying to say is if 
all the news channels got together and every night they hand selected all the same stories they were going to report on that those stories would be delivered. And, and like, kind of like the examples we just saw, they would have a spin to it, but otherwise the general facts would be the same. And that, I think that's the point you're trying to make, right? Let me, you're very close. I would say the mainstream media would be really close to center and the most objective of the bunch. And then we have clear examples of the left and the right who would kind of report the facts, but with commentary. The mainstream media in their news reporting, not their editorials, not their opinion pieces, because they do that too, in their news reporting are as close to objective as you can get. And there are objective measures that establish this, which we'll get to with my third point. Um, They're really close. And it bothers me because part of the reason why it bothers me when I'm citing stuff, when I'm writing my research, I periodically do cite newspapers for like, this thing happened. Okay. Can, when people say, oh no, the, the media is all biased. What they're basically saying is we can't trust anything. And I find that absurd, right? Like newspapers are places where they tell us things happened. Can we just agree that sometimes we have to go, oh, something freaking happened and they're telling us that it freaking happened and that's all and, and, that's and all they're doing happen. and it did freaking happen right, right? like that, it drives me bonkers because like oh we can't trust anything okay well then nothing happened i have no idea what you're talking about because we can't trust anybody it drives me nuts can we agree that the mainstream media exhibits minimal explicit bias in news reporting even if there's a slight left-leaning bias in the columns, opinions, and editorials. So I'm admitting there's a slight left-leaning bias for mainstream media when you ask them their opinions. But in the news reporting, it's fine. No. God. <laughs> um, and, and I think part of the disconnect is because you're liberal, you don't see, you know, we, we already pointed out, you showed a video that you said, this is completely unbiased. And because you're liberal, you don't see the bias inherent in that reporting. Well, where, again, a lot of it is the cherry picking of what to report. And I see what you're saying. And, and what we all want, left and right, we want what you're describing. We want the mainstream media to just be down the line, Walter Cronkite, and that's the way it was. We just want objective reporting. We, we want to know the facts. That's what I want to know. But that's not necessarily true. What you just said about the newspapers, this is what freaking happened. Again, that's not always true. I was uh, reading about or listening to a podcast today about a guy back in the 70s, I think it was. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, the The media gave him a Pulitzer Prize because he did this, this big uh, story, I guess it was before the 70s, um, about Russia when, when Putin, or not Putin, um, the guy during World War II, um, uh, the oh, Russian Stalin? guy, Stalin. Stalin oh. was starving the Ukrainians to death, and he wrote this story saying Russians are hungry, but they're not starving. Okay, and it was bullcrap. Millions of of Russians and Ukrainians were dying. Okay, he mm-hmm. made the whole thing up, and they gave him a Pulitzer. And there's another lady that that wrote a story about some kid that was drug addled and addicted. She made the whole thing up and, and won a Pulitzer Prize. So. Aren't you cherry picking now, Josh? Yeah, <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying. For you to make You're the blanket cherry picking. For you to make the blanket statement Kate. that that okay, if it's in a newspaper, it happened. Can, well, can we, we can we go with like 95 percent of the time? What reporting? What is reported in newspapers actually happens? And yeah, there are yes. going to be some bad apples. Um. Yeah. That. That's. Yeah. And again. Uh, um, <laughs> 
So you had to pick these like really right. obscure examples of like, no, there's this Should one. Have you, been that question, you haven't Ryan. been giving me any empirical data this whole time. <laughs> All I've given you is empirical. We're literally reading you're, newspaper you're, and you're, watching news stories. You're cherry yeah. picking. You've cherry picked two stories. And this is not cherry biased. picking. Look. This is literally me just like, What's the story of the day? Let me find three news outlets. I didn't try and select anything special. Okay. And then the one that I grabbed today, you admitted there was no bias in it. It was just a girl got shot and they arrested the people. No Great. agreement. No agreement. For I'm not going to get it, Ryan, but uh, you got agreement on your follow-up question. Good job. Uh, okay. <laughs> Ryan, would you, third question, would you agree that good uh, <clears throat> that a good indicator of probable media bias would likely be the political affiliations of the reporters themselves. Okay, I want uh, you to answer that question before I talk about it. Do you, it you, we, we've agreed everybody's biased one degree or another. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a good indicator if somebody's going to be biased is based on their political affiliation, right? <sighs> and, a broad it's, it's a generalization. Uh, it's a generalization. Because- so, so there are there are reporters out there that lean one way or another, and they're fairly objective. And those are the ones that we like. Like I, I like Jake Tapper. I think he's pretty liberal, but I think he's pretty fair. Okay, but answer the question: If somebody's going to be biased, that's probably how they're going to be biased is based on their political affiliation, right? Right. Like I think George Stephanopoulos worked for the Clinton administration, and uh, but I think for, I, for the most part, I don't I don't think he's terribly biased. From what I've seen. Yeah. Some, like, some of them are pretty good. Something, something like that. But some right? of them are terribly biased. So answer the question, right? I just want your opinion. If, if somebody's going to be biased, that's a good way to figure out how they'd be biased, right? Uh, fair. I, I so want to just like cherry pick and throw this back in your face. Because this is what you've been doing to me all night long. Are you going to say that Joe Manchin oh. is biased? Come on. Joe, which way is Joe Manchin going? We saw the Fox News clip. He sounds they, like a Republican. They love him. They want him in the right. Republican Party. Fine, Josh. Sure. Yeah. Let's let's concede, and I won't cherry pick for you because I'm trying to be nice here tonight. But there's nothing to cherry what's pick your point? here. Just, what's just, your point? Oh my gosh. Okay. Come here, on. Here's my point. Okay. Ryan um, agrees. He's probably there's sure. probably some bias. Well, <laughs> you said that from the beginning. Right. Okay. Well, I'm going to read you some more statistics, and these are from some uh, like a Harvard study, a couple different studies. Um, Survey research has shown that an almost overwhelming fraction of journalists are liberal. For instance, reports that only 7% of all Washington correspondents voted for George Bush in 92, um, compared to 37% of Americans. Okay, uh, let's see. Times reported that only 8% of Washington correspondents thought George Bush would be a better president than John Kerry. This compares to 50% of all American voters. David Brooke notes that for every journalist who contributed to George Bush's campaign, another 93 contributed to Kerry's campaign. These statistics suggest that Washington correspondents as a group are more liberal than almost any congressional district in the country. Okay, from a Texas A&M study. What they found surprised them, even the supposedly hard-nosed financial reporters, so these are just financial reporters, were overwhelmingly liberal. Of the 462 reporters surveyed, 17.63 called themselves very liberal, while 40.84 describes themselves as somewhat liberal. Um, um, so I, I, I can I, keep going. Everyone, I think, could agree that Washington, D.C. is liberal. It's it is always voted liberal, right? And so, But you're saying that the, the constituents that are there – that are reporting just the reporters. No, he's just is talking about reporters. Well, just yeah, reporters. But, but reporters. what I'm, 
I, all I'm saying is, but you're saying that's refl- that gets reflected in their reporting back on political news, which then uh, affects the the overall station and cha- networks reporting. When you have about ninety percent of the people working for these news stations, and I keep going, that's about where the the break is in every one of these studies. Um, let's see. Well, do you want me to keep going? No. Where all these no. go? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Um, 90% 90 of the reporters, the correspondents, the news anchors, 90% of these people are liberal. And you expect me to believe that the the reporting's going to be 50-50? It's going to be unbiased? It's going to be right down to the the middle? I I know you want to believe Uh in this utopia system where all of these guys are objective and just reporting the facts, but it's not happening because they're they're cherry-picking what to report. Yeah, I'll, I'll concede that when they're reporting something that's not political, they're usually pretty good about it. But all when right. they're reporting something political, it's incredibly biased. And Ryan, all of these guys, Ryan's already answered the Fox, question. Now you're just banging him over the head. Yeah. Yes, because he he refuses to see the the reality of the situation. Ninety percent of the news establishment is very liberal. I think he, no, see, I it's think not he's very saying, liberal. You're running counter to your own no, statistics. They said slightly liberal. That was right. literally what you just no, said. Okay. It right. was like 17% said okay, very so liberal Fox, and 30, 40% would, said something like that. I would okay. say Fox is really the only mainstream uh, outlet on the right. Everything else skews to the left. And I have more statistics. Be, again, like I said at the beginning, it's hard to quantify this, but one, one, uh, uh, these professors did a study where they actually quantified it and they found, I mean, I won't go through every media outlet, but they found that's, that's basically what it is. Most of these guys are slanted to the left okay, or, or very to the left. Ryan's third question to Josh. <clears throat> Josh, can we agree that bias is relative, which means we need some sort of objective criteria for determining whether a media outlet is actually biased and not just the opinions of people who are assuredly biased. So Josh has already mentioned this, and this is, I don't think it's going to be a shocker here. You're both aware of the phenomenon of confirmation bias. Mm -hmm. It, of course, is the tendency to search for favor and have preferential recall for information that confirms one's pre-existing views. We all do this, and importantly, bias is right in the name. We are all biased, all of us. My point here, however, is that bias is always relative. If you are left-leaning and read an article on Breitbart that is to the right of you, you will consider it biased. If you are right-leaning and read an article on Mother Jones that is to the left of you, you will consider it biased. Bias is always relative to the beholder. What does this mean? If you're right of center and are watching or reading mainstream media, which is pretty damn close to center, they are going to seem left to you. But that's because you're right of center. As a result, you will claim that the mainstream media has a left-leaning bias, even though you are the person who is exhibiting the bias left of someone who is right-leaning doesn't automatically make something left of center. It just makes it left of you. And if you are really far to the right, then left of you could actually still be right-leaning. So my point, can we agree that bias is relative, which means we need some sort of objective criteria, not just people's opinions for determining whether a media outlet is actually biased. Did you really have to make this point? Because I already made this point. But uh, do you, like, are you not looking in the mirror? 
here. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I already <laughs> made the point. Well, and, okay. and, and the way you phrase that is really good. But if good. you're right, if you're if right you're to the, the right. center, it's going to appear biased. I get it. That's a good point. You're still wrong, but it's a good point. <laughs> so, but I already made that point. I agree. I'm trying to understand exactly what you're asking because you're saying bias is inherent and that. Sure, we're all biased. And, and yes. as. Uh, uh, as observers, we're always, we're going to see it in the light. We see it. So anything that's not in our sort of echo chamber Mm -hmm. is going to seem biased. Yes. And that's why the, and so you're saying the perceived bias that the mainstream media is liberal is exaggerated. It's mainly observed by those that are conservative because just because it doesn't agree with them. Yeah. Because, okay. And I actually had this right at the beginning. Uh, Josh and I have had this conversation before, but I was gonna I was gonna continue down. Like we we established what we think are the mainstream media. We established the right and the left. Can we agree on any mainstream media outlets that we would agree are actually in the middle? Like the Wall Street Journal, Reuters, Associated Press, Newsweek, BBC News, NPR. Because I actually did look at some uh, a website called AllSides.com where they tried to come up with objective criteria, and they put those six media outlets right in the middle. See, I right looked at, in the middle. I looked at one that did a study, and um, well, I don't remember all the ones. I think Reuters might have been in the middle. All the rest of them were slightly to the left, is what I saw. Wall Street Journal, Reuters, AP, Newsweek, BBC News, and NPR, right in the middle. And yet, we're still saying they have a left-leaning bias, blah, 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 blah. Well, let, let me throw your own argument back can at any, you. Can if any media are, outlet you, actually you agree? Do you agree, Josh? Let, let me just throw that back at Ryan because he makes a good argument there. And I, and I like how he phrased it. I really do. If you're to the right, then you're going to see the mainstream as, as, as being to biased. the left. I yep. get that. But if you let's, let's, let's look at the actual situation. You're to the left mm-hmm. and you're saying that all the mainstream stuff is right down the middle. Yeah. That's a pretty good indicator that it's actually to the left. Not necessarily <laughs> because that? good point. there's yeah. stuff to the left of me. And I don't always agree with the stuff. So in the you're the perfectly media. objective judge. That's what you're saying. No, that's I, what you just I, tried I'm to try, say. I'm trying to be objective. I know I'm not, but I'm actually looking at people. They're not my metrics. I didn't create them, but okay. these are metrics out but there that exist. I've seen similar metrics. These six outlets. Here. These six outlets are right in the center. It's hard to argue that they're not in the center. And you already I said no, NPR, right BBC News. They they're to the left of the center. But you're also saying. They're really close to the center, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push them to the left, right? I didn't. Say Why that. can't we just? Sit? You did. did You're like they're slightly left of center. That's exactly. It wasn't close. me. No, I can give you the study. I'll link it. <laughs> so, right are here. you agreeing that they're actually in the center? I don't watch any of them. Uh, <clears throat> I, I don't know. So you do you agree with his point that they're not actually biased, but that it's just mainly the that it's our our observation of the world that that makes us feel like it's biased. not if that's his point i'll agree with i'll agree with the point that he made and i've, I've said it for three times because i really like his argument if it's to the left or if it's center and you're to the right it's going to look to the left but ryan refused and i and i'm looking at myself through that prism ryan refused to do the same thing because i made a very good point and he went no i'm more objective than that so i'll give you half <laughs> agreement i'm not sure what the actual question was you <laughs> okay uh a ding buzz. <laughs> All right, okay. uh, um, that that's really interesting, and that make so that's a really interesting point, and that makes me actually think because I have seen. I mean, I've seen. I, I 
I'm trying to be as down the line. I will, I will not even like YouTube videos because I want YouTube to give me unbiased stuff, right? I don't want to get, I know, I know. And it's funny. Uh, it's funny because I will do research on stuff. Like I do these uh, political channels, right. And I'll do research and I'll go like hardcore into like a very liberal one, a very conservative. And I know YouTube's like, well, what should I give him next? He's throwing me off. Right. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be. Uh, and so I try to be very um, deliberate in my media sources of, of trying to get things that are trying to not to get it completely unbiased and reading stuff that I, I find ridiculous or, but, but I'll read it because I want, it helps me understand uh, the other point of view. Um, Isn't that interesting though, that we, nobody can really agree that there's one new source that's unbiased. Isn't that interesting? I'm trying that's... to insist that there are. Well, that's what I'm, uh, I'm trying to insist they are. that there are. What I, I think... don't think they are. And <laughs> and most people are not going to agree with you that they are. It's certainly not NPR. Have I, you, I have find you not it to very them? interesting. They're very leftist. I, <laughs> I have to, 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 to Ryan's point, I have read articles and this is what I think is interesting that people on the left will accuse the media of not being fair to them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and like Hillary Clinton's campaign will say like, Oh, the media was really rough on me about this and this. And you know, they were, and they were giving Trump a free pass here. And, uh, and, you know, from a conservative standpoint, you'd be like, what you're getting a free, pass? you never get a free bet. Right. But you're like, that's interesting. But the fact that they would be disagreeing, with the and mad at the media would suggest that the media is more objective than we think it is. Now, I don't think they are, they complain about it as much as the right does. So I, it's hard to say, but that's interesting. So that's interesting. You said that, Ryan, that makes me think um, I, that's a very interesting point. Um, it was a good point. It was a very good point. Uh, all right. The, uh, Ryan has a fourth question. <laughs> what is this? I thought we had rules. <laughs> Bonus. Yeah. Yeah. We need, to, uh, we need to have a real point system, and you need to dock him for this. I'll lie, I, I, this is his fifth point. This, it really is. Uh, all right. So, so, so show today. me the cherry-picked news story he's used for this point. Can, and let's, can we agree? Can we agree, Josh, on some issues the mainstream media does, in fact, exhibit substantial bias? Mm. Okay. What's the, where's the, where's <laughs> suddenly the Josh is like, Oh, I like this point. Uh, <laughs> go with point five or six or seven. Cause I like let's, it. It's let's, good. Let's edit this video and just use this one. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Tom, for granting this. I do want to make a fourth point today or fifth or whatever it is, <laughs> even though I know I've already been long winded COVID-19 did illustrate to me that there are some biases among mainstream media outlets from the very beginning of the pandemic. There were varied perspectives among scientists on what the best response might be. The mainstream media quickly chose the response of lockdown, mask, and hide. They were also very critical of Sweden's approach, which was lockdown and hide the vulnerable, then let everyone else get on with their lives. Anyone who questioned the mainstream view was marginalized, and I saw it. Since I agreed with a minority view on this point, I saw just how biased the mainstream media was on COVID-19. And they wield enormous power, and in this case, I think they abused it and possibly are continuing to abuse it. This does make me wary about media bias in general, not just media bias among the mainstream. So my fourth point, or fifth, or whatever we're on, is basically me undermining some of my earlier points, but I'm trying to be honest here. Josh, can we agree that on some issues, the mainstream media does in fact exhibit substantial bias. And I'll give two issues where I think they really screwed things up. COVID-19 and the run-up to the war in Iraq. They also did this in Vietnam, but that's before our time. I don't think they do this all the time. 
but sometimes they get things very, very wrong. Um, yeah, kudos to you for being objective. Yeah, the, ding, ding. Uh, 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 the interesting thing you just pointed out is when you disagreed with the media, then you saw the bias. So, you know, there's that's worth thinking about. Okay, uh, maybe I'm just disagreeable. Maybe that's why I see so much bias in the media. And, and let me be clear to everybody. I definitely see the bias with Fox News. I don't listen to Fox News because I know they're super biased. Um, so that's worth thinking about what you just said. It, when you don't agree with what the media is saying, that's when you start to see the bias. And since the media, I believe, is slanted to the left, I believe that's why most people on the left don't see the bias or 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 are okay with it. So I, I 100% agree with your point. The media does get some things very wrong, but I, I think there's more bias, obviously, than you do. The, well, agreement. This is um, – uh... All right. Let me, let me give you a couple of thoughts and then, and then your final statement. So, um, so it's interesting, Ryan, you were talking about COVID-19 and when it came, this is a previous podcast, you're talking about uh, when it first came out, it was a little bit of hysteria, right? And then you said you kind of researched the facts and then you're like, okay, I'm not as worried about this as, as you, as you initially were. I had the exact same experience as you. And, um, and people were like, oh, COVID-19. And I'm like, well, if, if I, if what I'm reading is correct, this actually isn't, shouldn't be dangerous for me. And, uh, and I wasn't very concerned about it, but, um, I do agree. It was, so it, it, it was, um, it, you kind of had to read between the lines sometimes of the media, like it, the facts were there, but sometimes they were a little hidden between a little bit of hysteria, hype and, and other, uh, hyper, uh, hyperbole. And I, um, and I, so this is what I was talking about earlier is like, I'm very deliberate about trying to get unbiased news, but I think it's hard work. And mm-hmm. it, you, and, and, it, and what it, it, what it sometimes actually happens is I will, I, I, I don't have any problem listening to Fox news. I will listen to Fox news, but you very much know you're listening to Fox news. And then I'll turn around and I'll listen to M- MSNBC. I'll listen to Rachel Maddow and I'll be like, um, and I'll be like, but I know exactly. And, and it's interesting because you can actually pick up good points from both sides and you can get a more well-rounded picture um, because it's kind of funny what you were saying about the, I actually agree with Josh that the second point of bias in, in, in uh, determining what stories you actually choose to pick on is probably more dangerous mm-hmm. uh, and more uh, shows more bias. But, um, and so it's, it's interesting that you kind of have to grab, that's why you have to listen to both sides because the the side that's in favor it might omit things but the favor but the side that is against it is definitely not going to admit anything right they're going to show they're going to tell you all the crappy stuff and so that, like when i'm researching a review on amazon i want to see the one-star reviews right because they'll tell you all the stuff about that product <laughs> that you didn't know you're like oh right. i didn't realize that and Smart. that's why it's good to listen to the opposite side right because they'll tell you things that you're like oh i didn't even realize so i um i think i wish I, the problem is, is I don't think most Americans are very deliberate in their news. They just uh-huh. listen to something they like and it agrees with them a lot. And therefore they get, uh, I feel like they get brainwashed, but um, so that's, I, I think that's, a, that's the problem. Um, but uh, let's uh, go with everyone's closing arguments. Uh, Ryan, uh, give us your thoughts. Um, yeah. So I've tried tonight, right. To, to make, the point that, and this is really like my, my big point. If there is 
if there are media outlets that are to the left, and if there are media outlets that are to the right, and we can all agree that those do exist, then there must necessarily be some media outlets that are closer to the center. And I don't know that we've fully agreed that that's the case, but that's my no, perspective on this. Okay. Is if there's left and there's right, there's got to be something closer to the center. And unlike Tom, like I cannot stomach, and I'll, I'll be completely honest here, I can't stomach Fox News. Like I can't, but I also can't stomach Rachel Maddow and, and, and left leaning news. I can't stomach either of them because I know what I'm getting is spin rather than good information. Right. So I don't, I don't watch either of those. I have tried to narrow in on stuff that I think is close to the middle. And that means that most of my news actually comes from BBC News. I've talked about this before on here. I read my local mainstream paper, right? Tampa Bay Times. I don't read most of their editorials. Sometimes I will. They are left of center and they admit that. They're open about the fact that they are left of center in their editorials. But for just their regular news coverage, it's pretty benign. And I get that maybe that's my biases coming out and that's fine. But BBC News comes out pretty clean as being pretty close to the center. And that's what I stick with because I don't want all the opinion. I just want facts. So that's what I try and do. Uh, I don't think the mainstream media is as biased as a lot of people think. I think it's a reliable source of generally accurate information. Sometimes they get things wrong. Uh, Are they biased in their editorials? Yeah, a little bit to the left, but a little bit to the left is way better than far to the right or far to the left, in my opinion. To be clear, I don't just listen to Fox News and Radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but I can't. I'm saying I can't. I can't stomach them. Good. And, I can't stomach uh, them. And and I will at times uh, in pursuit of the truth. Right. Sure. Uh, all right, <laughs> Josh, go ahead. <laughs> I just said this mental image of Tom as a crackhead just watching <laughs> Fox News and MSNBC. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Good oh. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to Ryan's point, because it's so much opinion that a lot of times, yeah. like, there's a few facts Worthless. in there, but you, you're, it's like seventy five percent of like just spinning mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. and opinion, right? It's it's and funny Ryan said that because yeah. I'm exactly the same way. I can't watch like Tucker Carlson, and I can't watch Rachel Maddow because it's just a couple of blowhards that get drunk on the smell of their own farts that think they're right. And they're so certain about everything and they're not objective at all. It's all about uh, page clicks. It's all about money. They're just, they're just catering to their audience. They're just so stuck in their own echo chamber. It's insufferable. So on that issue, Ryan and I agree 100%. I hate how partisan that aspect of it has become. What we are going to continue to disagree is, you know, with my statistic there, if 90% of the news structure is liberal, we're going to have a a 90 to 10 split. And I'll agree with Ryan. Some of these agencies are are closer to the middle and more reputable. I'll give you BBC. I'm not going to give you NPR. Um, and and that's good. And w- I think what we all want is just the facts. That's that's what we would all be happy with. I just don't see how we're going to get there because we're getting we're getting more and more polarized. And and you know this is why we're doing the podcast, right? Right. Mm-hmm. We're we're trying to to show people that it's it's possible to talk to people you disagree with. We're trying to show people that it's good to listen to dissenting viewpoints to get the facts that the other side has because you. You we're all ignorant 
listen to other people, talk to people that you disagree with, get out of your echo chamber. That's important. Um, because if we don't, the, the way the, comp- the country is diverging and how the numbers continue to escalate, we're heading towards civil war. One side of the country is only getting their news from from over here, and the other side is getting completely different news. If we're not if we're not on the same page on even what the news is, that's a recipe for disaster. So I, I like some of Ryan's points, but I I, I think. Ninety ten, man. You can't argue with those numbers. It is. I, I can argue with them. I'm choosing not to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But but I will. Uh, I will you. just end with uh, Josh did call MSNBC and Fox News whores, which I think is great. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are. I can't. I can't really stomach either because it's like Tom said. You know what you're getting with both yep. of them. What's the point? (laughs) But but I think that the scariest part is so many people don't know what they're getting with them. Right. And and when you say things like, I think most of us just want the facts. I don't think that's true. Otherwise, why would people be watching these? Yeah, right. right. They're clearly watching them to get affirmation for what they already believe. Josh, yeah. When you said you say everyone would just be happy if we just had uh, just the facts. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't know if that's true. (laughs) You're both right. Everybody would be better off, but they'd be less happy. I will agree with because they would have their viewpoint would be challenged, Mm -hmm. and they'd have to work for it. And people wouldn't be happy being uh, ignorant in their happy little bubble. So thank you for the correction. I, you're both right there. <laughs> but, but boy, would it be nice if we just had one news source that was completely objective that we could trust. All right. That was a good episode. Uh, appreciate our debaters and, uh, and the facts they brought in and the opinions. It was uh, some good points were brought up. And uh, um, not Josh was not agreeing tonight. He was not uh, going along with Ryan's ride. So, uh, but uh, it was good. That was a good one tonight. So, um, hope you stay tuned. Subscribe if you haven't already subscribed for our next one, and uh, we'll see you on our next podcast. Thanks, Josh. We may not always agree when it comes to politics, even though we're trying. But there is one thing we agree on: there is only one way to clean up after going to the bathroom. And that's with a Lux bidet. I've been a proud owner of a Lux bidet for years. I have literally owned a Lux Neo 320 since 2013. That's the warm water model. Talk about happy, fun, poopy time. When I leave the bathroom, I know I'm clean and ready to talk politics in a civilized manner. Exactly. Using a toilet without a bidet is about as uncivilized as it gets. Civil conversations demand civil hygiene practices. And that is why our listeners should get themselves a Lux bidet. And just to be clear, Lux is not supporting one side or the other in this podcast. They support civil conversations and clean butts. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Finding Common Battlegrounds. The music is by Ben Sound. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and not those of their employers. For more information or more episodes, you can find us at findingcommonbattlegrounds.com.